we were upset about gambling and all of a sudden we sold a baby. It was very quick escalation. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Friends Who Like Stuff podcast. I'm John. And I'm James. And each week we'll share a new list of stuff we like. This week, we're listing some of our favorites from 2023. Hey, John. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, James. And to uh, join us on this wonderful New Year, it's actually uh, three days after the New Year, um, are, are some of our favorite people from 2023. I was reading the script right. and that was not what was yeah no oh, yeah I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read what John put in the script what it's script? So good, it's good good job John <laughs> as you can tell we have several friends who like stuff today on drums we have Jeff on bass Scott on backup guitar Evan on keyboard, Joshua. Electric trombone, James. Percussion, Steven. And myself as the backup dancer. And uh, we, we're we a rock and roll choir, so everyone sings at the same time. There's no, we don't, there's no like, like lead singer for us. Maybe for some songs. We like, we'll like try out for solos and stuff, but that's about it. Yeah, but I never get them. cool uh so <laughs> sorry james so uh first off we're so we asked y'all to come on and talk about some of our favorite things from 2023 we asked you to bring a movie a tv show a game and just what your favorite moments are but before we get there, this is something that I, I started last week and I want to ask everybody, what is your favorite mode of entertainment currently? I know that it probably changes throughout the year, but do you, are you, do you like TV more or movies more or books or what, do, what are you into right now? Scott, you go first. Um, I'm torn. I'm going to go with movies right now. I was I realized that there's a lot of movies I haven't seen in life and so I've been watching lots of those. I've watched like 12 or 13 movies in the past 2 weeks, so I'm going to say I'm going to say that one. Yeah, our boss gave us a list of movies to watch as well. I don't think either of us have started watching them, but I, I watched um, Schindler's List that was on there. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, Scott, a good one. Was that your first time movie. to watch it? It's a hard one. Yeah, I hadn't seen Schindler's List. Hey Scott, do you have a letterbox to count? You should you should do oh, you should do letterboxed. So letterboxed is a way. It's I've like a that. diary of all the movies you've watched, and you track the days you watch them, and you re- you. Oh, I've been watching. You ca- them. <laughs> you've read those. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to keep track. So of them. it's That's got like idea. you can give it a rating, and then it like averages your ratings, and you can give them a little review. And it's I don't know. I like it. I used it for about half of last year. I'm trying to restart. It's a fun thing. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that was a Reddit never heard it for me. Like, uh, and I've been calling it Letterbox D for a, <laughs> two or three years now because uh, I've got a couple buddies there that post go. on there. I I get on Letterboxd for like a day and I'll try to update some things and then I forget about it the next day. 
Josh Jackson, for what it's worth, our mutual friend Matthew Cutchin is a active letterboxed. Yes, he is. User. Yeah, he is very active. Scott, a, you had a question. Did you I have a concern? I, you raise your hand. In the top left of my screen, it says "app is not focused." What does that mean? It just means that uh, this website is not the current thing that you're looking at. Oh, yeah, your split screen. Oh, it's aren't back. You? It's back. There you go. That's back. Okay, Evan, yeah. what's your what's your favorite mode of entertainment right now? You know, even though it's not on this list, books are probably my favorite mode of entertainment. I've uh, started reading. So, little backstory: my wife Dude, and I'm I so have proud watched about four shows that we both liked in our marriage. We just don't like the same things. But I've started reading the books she reads. And it gives us some stuff to talk about and enjoy. So uh, I'm reading the books that most of your wives have already read because I think they're um, – I'm not yeah. the target demographic, but I'm enjoying them. And uh, so I've been reading a lot of garbage fantasy romance dragons and fairies. Yeah. No, have you have you read Crescent City? Uh, no, so that's next. Okay. That's so I, just, I just finished that one. Little Jesus juke on you. I started praying like monks, living like fools last night. Um, for some, just because I what? hadn't read it, I didn't read it with you guys. Did you not? No, but it's on Kindle I th- Unlimited. I thought you were supposed to. I thought you did. I, I didn't. Okay. I just finished. You just faked it. Um, what's the the new series? Uh, Fourth Wing and Iron Flame. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started this book, um, and then Crescent City's next on the list. So in about a week and a half, I'll read Crescent City. Nice. Natalie was Natalie was telling me that you had listed uh, the Dragon series, Fourth Wing, I guess. That's what and I'm supposed to do next. She said that I should read that one. Like on your it's Goodreads? It's a good one. Yeah. I use Goodreads more than I use Letterboxd. I'm not good on Goodreads. That's my Letterboxd. I try to get it, and for about a week I do it, and then I just... Oh. And I'm reading books I'm embarrassed oh. to write down right now. I'm not. I'm not consistent with that either. All right, Jeff. What's your favorite mode right now? I love everything, but the answer is going to be TikTok. Um, that's Ooh, that's oh, my answer. Short form comedy memes. Yeah. Um, that is where I'm living. Yeah. Uh, I now I have watched some great movies in the last week. I've seen some great TV with Megan. Uh, I just introduced Megan to The Bear, so we've been re re rewatching that. Nice. She loves it, uh, but. TikTok is where it's at, so that's my answer. And I've been playing a lot of Fortnite, but Josh, TikTok you... is my answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you mean Anybody in a lot particular of you love? Yeah, we've been winning a lot, on, Scott. Uh, TikTok. Anybody you love on? Anybody on I love? Um. Well. Yeah. Oh no, I do. I do like him. Um. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to. Th- who it's the the attorney Almost from Friday Kansas, the attorney right from now. Kansas City who had the rock stealing incident with his neighbor. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> that guy. That guy's really funny. Uh, Almost Almost Friday puts out yeah really incredible yeah. YouTube. Yeah, Almost Friday Veronica is cool. Kills me every time I see her. I yes. get a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very seasonal, so right now I'm just deep in NFL. Uh, I'm on NFL TikTok and it's all the memes and everything and I just love sure. it. I enjoy I enjoy the yeah. the Monday and Tuesday after the weekend so much. Uh, so that that's always very fun for me. So 
And the the grainier the video, the funnier it's going to be. So, you know, it's like some meme page with a name that's all numbers or user number, and I've never heard of it, and it's going to be funny. So... That's yep. great. That, that's a great answer. And and speaking of sports and TikTok, um, so I, I love football. I love soccer. And there are a few other things that I pay attention to, but I don't care about baseball. I don't care about basketball, but I love baseball and basketball TikToks whenever it, they're talking about and it, uh, crazy stuff that Or happens. it shortens down a whole game into a easily watchable chunk where you don't have to waste a whole lot of time to watch it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Josh, Steven, y'all's favorite modes of entertainment right now? Uh, my my favorite mode of entertainment has been video games. Um, uh, I've, I'm going through Baldur's Gate 3 right now and really having a good time with that. Um, and uh, picked up a couple small indie games. I, I don't know that they're really indie games, but uh, smaller party games i don't really <laughs> nah, small, yeah. mm-hmm. small starfield yeah yeah have you ever have you ever heard of control Dude, <laughs> hey yes yes i have and the rest of you will not play that game even though it's very Dude, good I, I started it and you d- yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah 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 Josh revealed to me he's a save a save scummer on Baldur's Gate today i am i'm very much a Nope, didn't like how that turned out. I'm gonna go back real quick. <laughs> so, what did you call him, Josh? A save scummer, or Scott? A save scummer. Save before save you save I'll before a roll, and then if you don't get it, you just reload and do the roll again. Uh not necessarily that bad, but like heading into combat, if I'm, I'm like, let me save, and then if things go south, I'm, I can just kind of start. Well, I would. I mean, I say that as a fellow oh. save scummer. Mm-hmm. Is that the same as when I played sports games and I just like left them right before I lost growing up? No. Okay, good. That's different. That was just, <laughs> that was just a jerk thing to do. Now they save your games and they're like, "You want to pick up where you left off?" With yeah, like yeah. In the fourth quarter, down by fourteen. I'm like, no, I quit this <laughs> game on purpose. Oh, okay. You're you're saying against the computer, not against that's that's sure. pretty much growing I up. Mean, there was another option. That's how. I play Baldur's Gate. If I'm like, I mean, it's, it's no. yeah, any any RPG you can do it on. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> yeah, I do mm-hmm. it. Steven. Uh, my favorite mode of entertainment is probably just games in general. Um, video games have been a lot of fun lately, but just with doing a lot of family stuff over the holidays, uh, we did a lot of tabletop stuff. Mm-hmm. And that always scratches the itch, but somehow for me, when that itch gets scratched, it just gets worse. Um, so yeah, it's one of those. There's an ointment for that. <laughs> Don't ever start gambling. <laughs> we, did that at, we did that at Scott's birthday, and um, it awakened. I got a craps table for Christmas. Yeah, it, it awakened something that, in me that, um, that I knew was always there. Uh, yes, has avoided it. Stephen. I I won that thing, and I'm telling you, if you lose, you just go bigger. Mm-hmm. Just I'm, in case. I'm telling you, you I, could, tip. I could just play blackjack for hours. <laughs> it's it's really silly, but uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, just games for me. 
Nice. So we have a good assortment here, actually. So this this list is going to go pretty fun, uh, pretty well, and pretty fun. How do we want to start it, James? <laughs> oh man, uh, let's just go with uh, movies. Okay, but uh, start with the big ones. Yeah. Just uh, we don't we don't know what are you doing, Scott? That's a good set of teeth. <laughs> Y'all have always thought Some you had good, good chompers. That's, that's my only good quality. No, that's no. that's not true. Yeah, that's no. Not, no, 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 no. That was the equivalent of like 2007 <laughs> Facebook posting where you're like, "I'm so sad," and everybody like jumps in to help you there. Nobody uh-huh. likes. Oh. <laughs> All right, so we are going uh, 2023 movies. Uh, the limitations are. One movie. Uh, had to be in 2023. Oh. What's your favorite movie of 2023, guys? I'll let Steven go first. There's, We're not going in order, but I want Steven to go first because his was also mine. Uh, yeah. And I guess excluding honorable mentions because there were a bunch of those. But uh, my favorite one is probably not a surprise to anybody, uh, at least Maybe to the listeners who don't know me, but the group here. Uh, but my favorite was Across the Spider-Verse. It was just more of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was... The way I crafted my list, I made the movie and TV shows and games that I wanted more of, like immediately... And Across the Spider-Verse definitely did that for me. I watched it and I was like, I immediately want to watch the next one. I don't want to stop. I want to spend six hours here just watching Miles Morales take on uh, bad dudes, some baddies. Great movie. Great, great uh, album, like great music off of it too. Mm-hmm. Great tr- a soundtrack. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah, I, I. It's definitely in my top five. It might be in my top three of the year. Movies, not soundtracks. I mean, maybe that too. I don't know. How do y'all think it's going to end? I don't. He's going to bust out, and it's going to be mm. the same universe as Toby. And McGuire. he's going to say it's Spider Verse in time. all right well i'll go next um because i don't think anybody shared this one with me um last week was it last week a couple of weeks ago whenever uh we saw wonka and it was delightful it it, i I'm I'm trying to make sure that it's not recency bias, but it has remained over the last couple of weeks my favorite movie of, of 2023. Um, much for the same reason that Josh, your favorite movie ever is Paddington Two, and that's what I was about. That's what like, I was about to ask. It, it seems like it's got a lot of those same qualities. It, it does. It's I don't think it's as good of a film as Paddington Two overall, but there are things that I do like better. Like I love the music. Um, I am a fan of musicals and for some reason, so many people go into this movie, didn't realize that it was a musical and it's like 
a song a minute kind of musical. Um, and, and all of the songs are really good. Not not all of them are, are going to keep you humming them whenever you leave the theater, but some of them do. And it is just it's just a sweet, sweet, good feeling movie. I I left the movie feeling great. I left the movie not wanting it to end because because I loved the feeling that it was giving me while I was watching it, and uh, it it's just, it's just wonderful. Love it. I'll hop in. Uh, my, uh, I, I should preface this by saying my top five movies this year probably consist of all five movies I watched this year. <laughs> Not a big movie guy. Uh, I, I have a lot of to be watched that I want to watch and I just don't get to. Um, Your letterbox is easy. Yeah. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I, I should say for a couple different reasons. One, this is the first movie I've gotten to take both my boys to that Ooh. wasn't a punishment for me. <laughs> uh, you know, my youngest is six, so he's only seen a few, and they were all pretty brutal. Uh, Paw Patrol, you know, those sort of movies. Uh, this is the first one I got to take my older two kids to see Bad Guys. That was great. Um, but yeah, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was phenomenal. It was a ton of fun. Uh, me and my youngest son got to have a conversation in the middle about how the good guys always win, which was fun. I uh, got a little nervous, um, you know, as the uh, inciting incident starts uh, looking bad for the turtles. Um, but had a ton of fun with the boys. The art I loved. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's just cool. Um, my bar is low. I don't know what films are. I only watch movies. Um, and... Uh, fun is my like standard of uh it's my litmus test is how much fun i had and i had a ton of fun um and we got rained on on the way back to the truck and my wife made me go take a picture by the poster and it was raining <laughs> and the boys thought it was awesome to take a picture in the rain they have a low bar for fun when their dad's involved and so uh yeah teenage mutant turtles is just a ton of fun yeah rock yeah. on that that's so definitely in my so good fun. Uh, I'll go ahead. Go next. Um, my favorite movie of the year. Uh, I mean, like at the wire was Godzilla minus one. Um, so fun. So fun. Just <laughs> fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a super, super fun movie. No, um, really, I, I, I was hesitant to go watch it just because it is a, it, it's from Japan. And so it's, it's a foreign language movie. Everything is subtitled. Um, but man, just I, a very gripping, very grounded bummer of a story. Um, and just really, really beautifully made uh, and beautifully told. And I, I couldn't believe how, how much of a very harrowing and grounded story they were able to tell that is centered around an atomic lizard. So very, just great movie. You should go see it. Kevin. Yeah. It, um, when, when we went and watched it, it, it was fighting for my number one spot. 
yeah it, it and wonka are so close very for very different reasons um, yeah but yeah. yeah great 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 and speaking of great soundtrack they did the song they did they, they did, did the they did the song, song. it was wonderful <laughs> they did the thing <laughs> has that theme song been memefied recently the I mean it's on yeah. talk a lot yeah When those, I was they, like, I've, I've they use the opening else. strain of it in a lot of videos where it does the bum, 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 and then it goes into that, the other bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that's what it's used for. Nope. I thought I was crazy. You're right. I thought Godzilla was about to start grittying when that song. Scott, I think you're the last one. No, Jeff? No, no, no. Josh Jeff said everything I was going to say. <laughs> No, uh, which which is I saw it on Friday, the 29th, uh, and again trying to like James said, not let it be recent bias because I did see I saw a decent amount of movies this year, not a ton, um, and I did have a really cheesy big box movie that was my favorite for most of the year, and it was great, but Godzilla minus one was just the best story I saw all year. Uh, just the most heartbreakingly good. I was invested. I cared about all the people. I wanted to know more what was going on. And there was the giant lizard was just like the background of that story. Uh, yeah. And it, it's a man, it's not fun. It isn't fun, but it also shows that you don't have to spend a hundred million dollars to make a giant lizard a fascinating story. But I, it was good. Jeff and I did Opstick last week. Both had, we did our top picks of twenty twenty three. We both had, yeah, yeah. We both had different movies, and we just saw Godzilla minus one. That was like, it. That's the one. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, go for it. Yeah. Um, I'll. I was gonna. I'll be the Oppenheimer guy. Yeah. I, I picked Oppenheimer as my number one. Godzilla was obviously right up there. Um, so you picked the pre you picked the prequel I, to Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, the prequel to Godzilla. <laughs> so it's in that same world. Um, but I saw it in IMAX. That's was cool. Quite an experience. I hardly ever go to IMAX movies, like never. And this was quite the movie to see in IMAX. Um, just the sound design and all that stuff. The has anybody else seen it? Yeah, I watched it huh? in uh, XD, which okay. in Lubbock is the same as Lubbock's IMAX. Right. Because we didn't, nobody has the IMAX near us. Right. The The testing scene was just like, what's the word? Yeah, I jumped out of my seat. They jump scare <laughs> you with it, just spoiler alert. Um, but another thing I really always appreciate about Christopher Nolan is his... Um, a desire to do as many things as possible in camera. Um, and a lot of people, I mean, there were memes all about it when they heard that he was making real explosions to look like nuclear stuff. Um, but aside from that, there's tons of um, little things in the movie that you, when you know that all those things are real and like, they really did all these things. There's lots of like, insert shots that are supposed to look like atoms rushing around or like microscopic things. But I really appreciated just the, 
the work that went into all those in-camera shots and um i thought the ending was very 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 good Mm -hmm. um it had Mm -hmm. one of those endings where i was like oh that one's gonna stay with me for a while um but yeah it was awesome rock on and i have a really fun memory i went and saw it with rhett in imax and I sat down before him and he was in the concession stand. And when he was coming up, the trailer for the Exorcist reboot was playing. <laughs> and if you haven't seen that trailer, it's a minute and a half straight of just screaming. <laughs> and so I just got to watch him walk up the stairs, just like in an IMAX horror movie screaming everywhere. And he just said, that was the most disorienting thing I've ever done in my entire life. But it was great. Oh, that's so, yeah, awesome. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is wonderful. Like, uh-huh. it is, it is a great film. It did not uh, break into my top five only because um, she's one of my favorite actresses. Happy birthday, Florence Pugh! But uh, her character kind of hurt the movie for me. Her scenes. Yeah. Fun fact: I saw zero of the movies y'all listed. You got to I can't believe nobody listed Mario. If if anybody said Mario, that was a great. That was a great movie. I saw one. It was so great. Mario was wonderful. Um, Hey Jess, were you talking about Meg earlier? I wasn't, but let's talk about the Meg too. Let's. It's (laughs) so much. You want to talk about fun at the movies? Oh, are we talking John? Oh, John Wick chapter. Oh yeah. That was the best. <laughs> yeah, John Wick 4 is up there. It may be one of the best action movies. It's definitely one of the best action movies of the last 20 years. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. all the John Wicks are on my to uh, watch list, the, but I've not seen any. The isometric camera pull in this one where it pulled yes. back while he had the shotgun shooting the dragon's breath going through the house is yes. one of the best action sequences ever. It it's it was a yeah. video game. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Day was a video game. You said you wanted to change your answer, Scott. Yeah, I want actually want to change mine um, to preemptively be the beat. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Is that going to be your twenty twenty four coming out? Next That's already the your twenty twenty four. The Meg three. He's yeah. the Meg three. He's moving on from aquatic beasts. Yeah, I'm so excited. Trying to trying to do something a little less dangerous all right man i let's move on with jason statham you tried <laughs> you tried john <laughs> my brother looks just like jason statham. let's move let's I move jason on statham. i love to the Nash silver screen so much and then he just started making wait aren't movies okay. the silver screen Great john movie. yeah uh, you yeah, want to move yeah. to the small yeah. screen let's move on to the small there screen there you go yeah it's not silver anymore. It might be silver now. Still, I don't know. Anyway, there was a lot of really good TV to come out in uh, 2023. It is probably the, at least for me, the best year for TV that I can remember. There are just so many amazing things that came out. But what were some of y'all's favorites? Um, I'll go first now since I went last. Okay, go for it. All right, back actually, in. actually, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. I'm nervous. Now. Josh, Josh, you go. Scott, what's your favorite TV show? Yeah, you go of, for of it. Go for it. I am Evan in this realm. I watched one TV show this year. I think. All the oh way. gosh. Um, 
and, and not counting like I mean TV shows for me are comfort shows like New Girl, The Office, Parks and Rec, and Friends. Yeah. Um, and then and my other free time, either playing games or doing something. like. But um, so the only one I watched two, but one didn't come out this year. But I think I'm going to take it because the only other one I saw was Shrinking, and that's Evan. So I was going to let him talk about that. But um, uh, I watched Spoiler. Severance. Um. And that one I thought was very, very good. So um, good. And I've heard there was kind of production problems with season two. But I honestly, like, if there was never another season, I still am satisfied with how this whole show it ended. It, I think it's like one of the perfect examples of an amazing cliffhanger. How to do a cliffhanger well. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that doesn't piss off your audience uh, makes them wanting more while leaving them satisfied with the story that you told. So, um, it's kind of a slow burn. Like the first six episodes are kind of, I almost put it down for a little bit, but everything pays off in those last three and it's very good. So, so I picked severance, even though it came out like three years ago. So, you know, what else came out this year that had a very satisfying cliffhanger? Shrinking going back to movies. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. It was a great, that was a great, satisfying cliffhanger. No spoilers. Yeah, we've, we've moved on though to before this year. I had never seen a Mission Impossible. <laughs> we're on the silver right. screen now. <laughs> yeah, we're on the small <laughs> silver screen. And then me and Aaron the watched every single screen. one. The, and went and saw we're on the small the ones. You know, I mean, this, the silver screen doesn't really exist anymore, guys, because as yeah. uh, back the, when we're, movies, on the, we're in black and white. Yeah, Is that was called on, silver screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because. Silver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go next. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite TV show of 2023 uh, is based off of a uh, an anime that m- me and some some of the friends here like. That's One Piece. Uh, I was really nervous about it once I heard it was coming out because I know that One Piece is a beloved anime and previous anime adaptations into live action had not gone well, but they were able to capture perfectly the zaniness of the One Piece world and also just the full-hearted goofiness of Monkey D. Luffy, who is one of the greatest characters in all of anime. Just how amazing he is, how positive and helpful to his friends and caring and loyal and all of these things, all while being super goofy and super strong at the same time, were all encapsulated perfectly uh, in, I don't even know the, the guy's name, but he did it perfectly. Just the big old smile and the the big personality of whatever that guy's name is if you haven't seen it go watch it i got carol to watch it and she loved it as well it's just a a nice goofy positive show so after my last episode that i did on here um i heard that steven watched it and that he doesn't like anime so i i ran into him at soccer fields and i said okay be honest like is it really worth watching and steven said yep you should watch it. 
I loved that show. It so was、good. so much fun. He's one of the most beloved characters. Like Nick Miller, so high on my list. Marshall Erickson, so high on my list. Ted Lasso, so high on my list. Monkey D. Luffy is is right there. Of people that I just genuinely love the character.、Uh, I love the look that, on Josh's face. What? <laughs> I want to know who Josh、baffled. hates on the list that I just gave. No, no, I I just like I. I remember when One Piece first started airing in America, like at, when I was when I was in middle school, and I watched 15 minutes of it. And I was like, "This、uh, this is not for me. I'm not I'm not interested in any of this." And so, to hear three of my favorite characters be put in the same realm as as this guy is is I'm really surprised. I... I, I will say the fifteen I ha- I minutes. I have not. I have not watched it yet. Yeah, the, the fifteen first... minutes of anime that you've watched is fifteen minutes more of the anime that I've seen. Same. I've only seen the live action, so I've yeah, no. I will say I have nothing. They did a good job of condensing so much into one season of the live action, because if you wa- started from the very beginning of the anime, it takes forever to get to this point, and The first part is pretty rough as you're figuring out who Luffy is because at first, he, in the anime at least, he comes off very obnoxious and like yes, goofy, but he like he doesn't have the friends to be loyal to yet, and so you don't lo- like learn to love him quickly like you do in this live action. It's very very quick in live action, which is nice. Yeah, I was gonna say like like Evan said, I had zero experience with the source material whatsoever. Went in completely blind on this show and really loved it for all the reasons that John and Evan have both said. And after that, I still have zero desire to go back to the anime whatsoever <laughs> because the show is good, and that's all, like. That's it. I don't. I don't need any more. Yeah. I, I mean, I want、There's、more of many, the show, but but y'all should invest in the anime. There's like thousand. There's one thousand. There's no. There's a thousand. It's almost as many episodes as Grey's Anatomy. Like it's almost. It's almost as many as Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and I only make I only make、oh, that, that joke because my wife Grey's still、Anatomy. watches Grey's Anatomy. So that's the only reason I make that joke. Yeah, it's still, it still on television. Yeah. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy、yep. is one piece for millennial ladies. Like still going. And it's well, not I mean, books, and it's not forever. I mean, Law and Order has gone on longer than Grey's Anatomy. Who is? But、um, I, I watched it on all of y'all's recommendation, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Had a great time. Amy took her a little bit to get into it to start、oh. paying attention to it, but when she did, she was kind of like, "Oh, okay, fine." She didn't love it. Watch it, Josh. You need to try it out, Josh. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. It's just, it's okay. I'm gonna watch it with you. I want to watch you watch it. <laughs> um, all right. I don't, can, Josh, can you、right. accept something for just being ridiculous? Yeah, he can. He's good. Yeah. Why? Okay. Yeah. Well then, then you're fine. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, my favorite show uh of the year was uh Picard season three, um, which is different. Than the answer that I gave on Pop. Yeah, because you remembered after we recorded season three. <laughs> yeah, yeah.、Um, and the reason why was actually extremely sentimental.、Uh, outside of the fact that season three was 
very well done and super great. Um, when I was a kid, uh, and like when I mean like when I was an infant, um, one of the ways that my parent, that my mom in particular would help me go to sleep is she would play the theme song from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, and so that song lulled me to sleep several times to the point where we had a CD that it was... Uh, that she would just throw on repeat and the CD became warped because that song in particular got played so many times. Okay. So so um, you actually mean the theme song from uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture, right? Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, so Star Trek as a kid was, was like the thing that ushered me off to sleep that, that comforted me the most as a child. Um, and Star Trek Picard Season 3 came out and the original cast from the next generation was all involved um if you haven't seen it i i hate to spoil it for you but um the enterprise d gets resurrected and they fly around in the enterprise d which is the the ship that i loved as a kid um and there is something very uh very sentimental and very poignant to me about the fact that this cast and this crew that was so foundational to me as a kid was back for one final adventure to usher me off into parenthood. Um, because after I completed, after I finished watching it just a couple weeks later, Eleanor was born. And so there was something, there's something really, really like sentimental to me about that show. And it's always going to have this special place in my heart because of what, what it meant to me at that specific point in my life. So Picard season three, fantastic. It's my favorite television character of all time. I love Picard. And so, um, bing, bang, boom, fart noise. Yeah, there we go. Forgot about that. I don't want to go now. Yeah, I did. Yeah. (laughs) I, well, there's a lot to happen this year, but, um, so yeah. All right. You want to go James? Nope. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so I mentioned earlier, my wife and I had like legitimately three shows in our almost 13 years of marriage that we both enjoyed. Uh, and number four came this year with Shrinking. Um, Apple TV has not let me down from like their lowest brow C up to the beloved Ted Lasso. I just love Apple TV. Um, but Shrinking... Um, and this is a weird one for me because I can't binge watch it. Binge watch it. My wife would have watched it in one night. <clears throat> Took us about four months to get through it. It is playing out my worst fear. Um, I mean, I am like one, you know, a loving husband, but also codependent, <laughs> like to a dangerous level. And I will be a drug addict, alcoholic if my wife does. And so watching shrinking i mean my heart rate that first episode had to have been out of the roof um but it's just so well done jason siegel one of my favorite people ever how much your mother was one of the first shows that i fell in love with um harrison ford incredible at his at his best truly so good excellent in the show fun fact in my last episode i i I had remembered him as the one arm man. He's not. That's probably my <laughs> only experience with Harrison Ford growing up was I watched The Fugitive as a t- child, I think, actually. I want to say in a laundromat, 
look, memories are really confusing. Um, most likely none of the things you remember happened the way that you think they did. But <clears throat> that's how I remember it. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, the hair is important. You didn't it's see so great. You didn't see Indiana Jones or no, no Indiana Star Jones Wars. And Star Wars. Well, you know he has both. Star Wars. Yeah, that's well, kind of yeah. now. Now it's my brand, and I started. I started eating bacon this year. Scott, thank you. I started eating bacon this year, and that was my my brand before. Was like I don't eat bacon, and people uh, freak out. So I have to hold on. To, I have never seen Star Wars or Indiana Jones. Couldn't see neither of them. None, none. You you really as Mark really Lair says be. the he only doesn't... people that haven't seen Star Wars are the characters because they're in the Star Wars. Um, but also, <laughs> I'm also is it a, not seen is it a George Lucas thing? I, just like... To be perfectly honest, before three or four years ago, if you had said that, I would have asked who George Lucas is. So no, <laughs> it's, it's nothing to do. The new guy who's directing them, I think actually people don't like him. He was on Armchair Expert. I loved the interview with him. That made me almost want to watch some of the new. What's his name? Somebody say it. Uh, Ryan Johnson. Abrams or Ryan no, Johnson? Ryan Johnson. Okay. That's the one. Ryan yeah. Johnson oh. only directed I one listened of them. to interview with him. Love that guy. And he was made on, uh, me Roger want to Deacon's go back and podcast. watch him. But I still have not watched him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Harrison Ford. The only thing he's ever been in was The Fugitive before this, but really seems to be a breakout star. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'm really happy. Is it Yellowstone or finally or broke for one of those? 1923. 1923. Yeah. I do. That's another one of my embarrassing loves is Yellowstone. <laughs> my wife and I liked that one for the first three seasons. We kind of bailed out after that, but all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the Apple TV train. Um, we should have hopped on when when Scott started it. But uh, my my favorite TV show this year is silo a sci-fi dystopian uh future where the remaining thousands uh, of living humans are are living underground in uh, a system of little bunkers that silos uh, a silo yeah <laughs> A, a singular which, silo. Just the one. which the silo itself is is a character uh, in itself um, I, I don't want to say pretty much anything about this show other than, other than the fact that um, it never lets up and it is it is gripping and oppressive throughout it is it is great in the same way that uh, in, in kind of the same way that Godzilla minus one is where it is just a beat down with wonderful character development. Books are good too. I, that's what I've heard. Um, so I'm going to need to read the trilogy. Uh, but so anyway, I'm torn. It was, it was I want job. to watch it, but I think I want to read the books first. Um, but I also know I'm probably not going to read the books anytime soon. So should I just watch it, James? I mean, I haven't read the books and I love it. So I don't know. Um, it, Jeff, it is done a, both? Just the books. Just the books. Trailers look really good, though. How long are the books? That's the question. They're not short. 
Yeah. They're about this big. <laughs> Depends on how big the print what are you is. Say, Josh? Just imagine, just, just like imagine a book. <laughs> what are you going to say, Josh? Uh, they are. I will say that it is just a little bit slow. Um, it's it is it is both unrelenting and then also takes a very uh, deliberate pace. Uh, yes, no, it's that's, not that's it's not in a rush it. to get anywhere. That's a good way um, to put it. But it's consistent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard a take on this today. Uh, you guys are smarter than I am with like film and television and things, but uh, their argument was nobody's trying to make the hundred million dollar movie. The hundred, so they're allowing directors and well, directors primarily to be more deliberate, which makes movies more niche and more fantastic for those that like them. Yeah, Nate? depends on the studio. Apple TV yeah. Plus definitely doing that. Warner Brothers, not. <laughs> sure, sure. Warner Brothers will use it as a tax write-off. <laughs> uh, I am so sad. I want to watch the uh, Wiley Coyote movie. It's coming out. It's coming you out. Here? They're they're yeah, they're yeah, shopping, yeah, they're yeah, shopping yeah, yeah, around. That one. Good. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a there's an official. Uh, uh, I saw first the still. I it. saw the still uh, in the courtroom. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that just yeah. really excites me then. Yeah. Um, Steven, are you the only one left? I don't know if I'm the only one, but I haven't gone yet. Is it my turn? <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> are you really... listening to what we're saying? <laughs> yeah, I really I really wish my, my webcam was working so that y'all could see me disagreeing with all of you visibly um i'm just kidding uh my favorite tv of the year um this one was pretty tough um there there's a lot of really good stuff that came out this year and i can't say that i saw all of it um but my favorite one that i watched was the bear season two the bear is fantastic uh in my opinion season two just kind of builds on that there's a ton of like drama and tension and like all of these different character character development and also character relationships and um season two does a cool thing where it kind of isolates characters a little bit um and gives you kind of their individual stories a little bit more um and there's one there's one episode kind of late in the season that is one of the most uncomfortable things you'll ever see on television followed by one of the most wholesome and inspirational episodes you'll ever see on television just back to back it's amazing um i'm not going to say a whole lot more about that but uh yeah it's it was it was incredible um if the season ended right there it would have been just fine but um but then it even kind of built on top of it and made everything really 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 cool so yeah the bear season two i recommend watching season one first um, okay. As most television shows go, um, you're going to miss a lot, uh, but definitely season two was really incredible this year. Yeah. And I think it's been renewed for a third season. Like it's, it's, it's going to happen. So that'll be a lot of fun. Cool. Jeff, I'm sorry. Uh, you I know. That's okay. Years yet. I was just waiting. 
I thought we were going to do years after James talked about oppressive and sad. <laughs> uh, I could I could have jumped in there. My favorite was The Last of Us on HBO. And I thought it was a perfect 10-episode season. Uh, very much enjoyed it. Got my wife to watch it with me. And I had played through the games, and she had not. So that was a fun adventure where I did not spoil anything and let her enjoy it. Uh, and I was really pleasantly surprised with how close it was while also being its own thing. Um, just phenomenal. Loved all of it. Uh, it reminded me of like when I first fell in love with The Walking Dead and why I fell in love with The Walking Dead was about character development in the midst of this horrible thing. And The Last of Us did that so well of the character development in the midst of this horrible thing and almost like on the backside of it because it's been 20 years. Um, anyway, loved it. Can't wait for the second season. Curious to see how that plays out. Uh, we'll see. But I'm excited. Rock on. Yeah. That was a close number two for me. And in our Sweetest Moments uh, episode back in February, you had uh, one, one of, it was one of your Sweetest Moments, one of the episodes. Oh, uh, the third, the third season, the third episode of that season is amazing. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Nick Offerman is incredible. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. Yep. All right, guys, it's game time. Silver I'll be screen. interested to see if everybody says Shows the last one here or something else. Yeah. <laughs> who wants to kick off uh, favorite games? Let's start with someone who uh, said games is one of their favorite things to do right now. Okay, I'll go. Uh, Wait, my uh, actually, Steven. just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> go for it, Josh. I'm sorry. Wait, did you mean Steven? No, oh, sorry. Never, I was, kidding. I, was sorry. I was interrupting you again. Was doing a callback to the silver screen joke. <laughs> um, my favorite game of the year uh, was Inscription, which um, also was different <laughs> than what I said. On our podcast the other day, because I forgot you? about it. Um, and I know. I'm. I, I. As soon as I got in the car, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot these." He's, he's um, got new dad's brain. It's fine. Inscription is unlike anything. Is unlike any video game I've ever played before. Um, it is. It starts out as a roguelite card builder. Um, uh, not card builder, deck builder. Uh, with ps1 type graphics um and then i i mean some of this is spoiled because we all watch this together uh, at extra life but um that's just act one and then you get to act two and it's just completely different everything changes all the rules change the story starts to develop and everything about this game is just it, it the the card game itself is so well made and thought out it's easy for people to pick up um the 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 actual like graphics of the game are it's such a fun stylistic choice and the sound design is fantastic this is a game this is a game to watch uh with a full sound system or exclusively in headphones because it's just it's a delight to experience and if you've never played inscription 
it's so cheap. I think you can get it for like 10 bucks right now on Steam and possibly on PlayStation. I don't know what it is on Xbox, but uh, it's a mature game, but very good. And you should play Inscription. Is it no longer on the uh, PS Extra? Oh, it, it might be on PS Extra. Yeah, that's true. It might be in there. <laughs> I was I was surprised at how uh, engaging it was to watch when I wasn't asleep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I was I mean I was very surprised that everybody bought in was just like when, when I was doing it because I did not expect people to really get into it and so but it's it's fun it's very different. Oh, Evan made the first noise. It's your turn. Oh, uh, so mine is um, almost embarrassing with uh, <laughs> with actual video game players. <laughs> in the room uh but i want to preface it by saying the reason i love it so much is because i don't play by myself yeah um so i don't play really many video games uh but i do play warzone a lot uh play some sports games with the kids but not much um i just i really enjoy warzone and i'm bad at it but I play with some of my good buddies, uh, Joey and Alex. Joey, one of our friends, his wife Alex and uh, Sam, and uh, it's a ton of fun to get to just hang out and chat. And it's a great way for folks who can't, because I have kids, I can't just leave every night and go hang out with my friends. But I can pop the headset on after the kids go to bed and Aaron's reading. I can pop the headset on and hang out with buddies digitally. And so yeah, Warzone. Uh, as much as I hate it, I love it. And my wife regularly asks why we keep playing when we yell at it all the time. <laughs> and we tell it how much we hate it. But uh, we keep coming back for more. Hey, that's that's the experience of any fan of sports, too. Sure. All right. Um, my favorite game of the year, because I haven't played all of the the big ones yet, um, is Tears of the Kingdom. It expanded on what was awesome about Breath of the Wild and the the new mechanic of building stuff was just so much fun and while not not being super deep it was still not very shallow uh, it was the, what you could do with what they gave you was amazing um, and what people came up with that that was yeah. that was some of the best TikTok this year also yeah was seeing you what uh, people were creating we're committing in tears of the king <laughs> yes, you could yes. also just solve <laughs> you Korok. could solve puzzles in so many different ways like it wasn't there wasn't yes. just one answer or a solution to a puzzle or what you were doing there you were given lots of tools to figure it out and it was that made it so rewarding yes um, they, completely, and uh, one of the one of the sad things is, uh, I was I am a completion whore, and um, there was no percentage. Hold on, go back. Tell me more about that. He's a whore. <laughs> uh, I like 
I, I like to complete and one hundred percent things. Um, but there was no percentage on this. There was no uh, achievement list, and so I played a ton of it, did a lot of it, beat Ganon, and then afterward, there was a percentage. And I was only at like 30 some odd percent. And that broke my heart. It, it, it broke me. <laughs> I played it for a little bit more and then put it down because there was no way I was going to to get everything done. But anyway, uh, it's such a great game. I'll go next. My favorite was uh, the only game that I... I would the only game that I can say that I tried to complete I didn't complete it all uh but I did learn the story and I I will say it's it's not the greatest game that I've ever played or anything but I really enjoyed it just jumping back into uh the Harry Potter universe and go into Hogwarts by the way if anybody wants to play it this is a copy that I got for Christmas Hey, uh, um, after having owned it for seven hey, months. Hey, John. Hey. Um, just for those of us, for, for those of our listeners who are listeners and not viewers, uh, what game did you pick? I said it was the Harry Potter universe. I think everybody can assume it's Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> okay, there uh, we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think no, somebody will say, yeah, what do I do? Uh, if anybody in this little group right here wants a copy of it let me know uh later and has a ps5 with a disc yes yeah Yeah, you gotta have a a disc fun i really enjoyed it it is beautiful uh Mm -hmm. the mechanics for movement are pretty good the battling is just okay um but it and it's fun just going around getting up to magical hijinks mm-hmm. controversy aside it was a really solid game yeah if you like really reskins of super mario brothers 2 you'll love it <laughs> what was the controversy with it uh jk rowling oh just that controversy mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's kind i thought of there's thing. like the game but did no. you go were you bad or good did you go voldemort oh no i can't do i can't really do bad I can do some bad things, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't be bad. I'm pretty oh, good. You're a good boy. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I went with a guy who like breaks rules, but I. He's not. He didn't end up being my best friend. It, my sure. best friend ended up being the. I don't remember. Security two shoes. Hey, I know our favorite podcast, 2023, is not on here, but the witch trials of J.K. Rowling. Uh, controversy. Oh, I started that. It is so good. I listen um, to the rest of it, and uh, that's all. I know there are competitors as a fellow podcast, um, but a, a, a former like the rise and fall of uh, Mars Hill. Yeah, she's a granddaughter of the of the founder of Westboro Baptist Church, and she uh, does this podcast on JK, and it's yeah, really fascinating. She interviews JK some. So. Okay. Who's next? I'll go. Uh, I 
did not get around to playing a whole lot of different video games this year. We spent a lot of time in Fortnite, um, and I don't get just a ton of video game time. And so when I do, I like to make sure that it's with all of you guys as much as possible. Um, but when I did play by myself, I played through Spider-Man 2, and it was a ton of fun. Um, I loved the first one, just getting to swing through New York, even if that's all I did. I could just do that for a long time by itself. Um, played through a little bit of the Miles Morales game just to kind of get a feel for it, and I love Miles as a character. And then in Spider-Man 2, um, they really give both of them quite a bit of time to shine, but um, just even like even more so, like Miles is just a fantastic Spider-Man. And it's fun to play as him. There's even, you even get to play as Venom a little bit. Um, he gets a little bit of screen time, kind of in a, in the style of the Call of Duty No Russian mission, kind of like that, where you, you kind of play as a bad guy for a little bit sort of thing. Gun down um, at uh, airport? At that? Well, no, not, not, not quite that. It didn't give you the option to skip it or anything. Uh, but it, it was that kind of feeling. You're like, oh, I'm... I shouldn't be doing this. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's a good time. A lot of fun. Did and I haven't, uh, I haven't played Baldur's Gate yet that I'm sure like most others, that one will end up being my favorite game of 2023, but I have not started it yet. So. Cool. Um, when did y'all, um, what'd y'all do on no Russian? I, I don't remember. It was so long ago. I think I played it. I don't. I didn't yeah, skip it. Did you? I, did I played it. People are. As long you as not? you were shooting, I don't as long as you were shooting, it didn't mess with you. So if you just shot above people, it wouldn't do anything. Okay. Well, I remember when I did it. I it was like one of the first video games that I bought for myself and felt like a big boy. And then that was the first mission, and I was like, "What have I done?" I, <laughs> I just. I slowly my mom was right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, I want my mom to walk in and just see me mowing down civilians. Right. I remember feeling awful. Yeah, I was, but, this is But I really don't not, remember the choices I made. Um I think I I I played the level, but I don't think I shot at all until you kinda had to. I, I guess it was against like the airport security or, or whatever it was that came out and you like you just could not progress if you didn't because the AI on your team wasn't going to get it done like in most shooters. Um, but I didn't fire until I had to in that one. Um, I figured uh, my, mine's kind of quick, so I'll go real quick so I can have Jeff finish because I, I know that I think I know what his is. Um, mine was uh, Street Fighter 6. I have All right, Jeff, your turn. never played um, a fighting game seriously in my life. Um, around high school, me and my buddies bought Mortal Kombat. Um, it was like Mortal Kombat 9 or something at the time. And we had a lot of fun just bat- button mashing stuff and finding that one move that was broken on each character. Um, but I just had a random... Um, I mean, I think Josh was there. And I was like, I kind of want to try Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. So I got it. I got the demo, played it around, and then I was like, I want to do more of this. Um, and so I've been playing. I've put lots of hours into it, um, but 
I've very much become a fan of that style of game of fighting games and I think one of my favorite things about it is I'm a I'm a recovering League of Legends player um and I don't think I've played it this year. Wow. Wow. One year so uh, since did you get since your January chip first? Since January 1st. Oh. <laughs> 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 See you next year. Uh, but anyway, I say that because um, games like League of Legends will kind of destroy your soul. Because League of Legends, it's impossible to know if you're good or not at it. Because each game, there's so many variables. And a lot of team games are like this. I, I, we feel it in Fortnite, any team game, there's always an excuse that you can have. Like, oh, my team didn't do well. Or, oh, this is this is dumb. And there's something I really enjoy about... Um, because with games like Street Fighter, any like single-player games, there's no excuse for when you do bad. Like Each time you finish a match, you can look at it and be like, oh, I can do this to get better. So it really kind of ingrains a sense of progression that some team games just can't give you. Um, and it's a very fun game to play with friends. And that was one of my favorite games that we played on um, Extra Life Night, too, when we were just messing around. So. Yeah, it was fun when you weren't paying attention and I uh, made my damage 5x and yours not. <laughs> it just dominated you and you were so bad. It's like, why? We all so bad. It's a bummer we couldn't duplicate, though, because I think, Josh, this is your also your favorite game, right? And you just had to switch yeah, over. Yeah, I, I made him. Scott had taken it. <laughs> yes. Josh was yeah. mad that he couldn't buy it twice. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I've asked everybody in this chat to buy Street Fighter and play with me, and um, nobody has. Oh, in my defense, Scott, I the day after Extra Life or the day of Extra Life, uh-huh. I don't know what you call it. I was like, I'm buying Street Fighter. That was it, so much fun. So much fun. I can't wait to spend 30 bucks on this. And then I saw that it was 60 and it's I was a full, like, yeah. okay, this yeah, is a side right scroll now. single mat. Like, I'm not paying 60 for this. So I still yeah, don't I, it, But legitimately might be $30 right now. Oh, yeah. See, I was trying to spend 30 after Extra Life. I loved it. But and one of my favorite things about it is the new kind of controls they implemented because Street Fighter is one of those where I didn't realize how complex fighting game controls were. Like mm-hmm. I opened Street Fighter and closed it probably six or seven times before I started. Like I just got to learn how to play this because I there's like to do one move you have to do like like down right left up X and all this like and the more you play it the more it kind of becomes second nature but they implemented a new um controller layout for this one that makes it way more approachable for anybody to pick it up and play and when we were doing extra life um i was just picking up characters that i'd I'd never touched and messing around and y'all were picking up characters that y'all never touched and doing the other and we had i think we had pretty fun Mm -hmm. back and forth with yeah touching him for the first time yeah (laughs) all right madonna hey uh it's it's 40 right now by the way it's 40 um, okay yeah and scott i thought you said uh, this was gonna be short hmm? but i'll make mine super short so yeah i started i started playing <laughs> Luke, um, and i was messing <laughs> uh, my answer is Baldur's gate 3 if you like dungeons and dragons super fun if you don't like dungeons and dragons super fun it's, it's great uh, you can turn off some of the uh, adult stuff, but it is very mature. And I just loved it. Loved the story. Loved having my character. 
And uh, I don't know. What? No, I haven't. Because I get into the third. Still in Act 3. I still in Act 3. And then I uh, start new characters. uh, Because I want to try new (laughs) things out. Uh, But no, it's fantastic. Oh, because I was about to ask what you rolled, but apparently you rolled several. Yeah, yeah. But let me guess. You rolled a dwarf paladin. Oh, uh, a dragonborn paladin. You should have done dragonborn. Come on now. I was a dragonborn paladin. Me too. That was was my first. That's That's my my character who's almost at the end. Like, I'm almost done. Rock on. Is that everybody? I believe I so. that's everybody. Sweet. All right. Last one. We want to know what your favorite moment of 2023 was. That's it. What was your favorite moment? Who wants to go first this time? Scott? Okay. I went first for the TV. Well, you raised your hand, though, so you're first again. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep it in the context of friends who like stuff moments. Okay. Uh, that's fair. And I'm going to take extra life, <clears throat> but yeah, just the, I think special bonds are forged in the crucible of staying up all night. Um, and from John's well, even if you 30 didn't minute presentation on, on <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> like we need and yeah, the well, fates the fates smiled and frowned on us at that because they gave Josh your presentation, which was perfect. <laughs> and then they gave you Jeff's I which wrote you turned that into. presentation for Josh. Um <laughs> uh, and we left it up to chance, yeah. There was no there's no fixing anything on it. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, and from that to doing the uh, scare game, uh, John, did you? Yes. Did you not want to play Observation Duty? Is that why you went? I played some of Observation Duty. You left though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all thought uh, John went to the restroom, and then you know, four and a half hours later, <laughs> he got back up. <laughs> I just took first shift of this the sleeping. And then our Beyblade thing, tournament. Right? I was selfless yeah. and went to sleep first. <laughs> and there's no there's no shame in staggering sleeping out on. But, but yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go next real quick. Um this this was the year that I discovered that I am a cat person. Um, ah. Yeah, I know, I know. You can you can hear this little one. Uh, we we had a, an episode early on in in March about pets and stuff. After after we got uh, our first cat, uh, Hildy, and then the kitty distribution Hildy? center. Hildy what? was this year. Hildy was January first. Wow, we just celebrated her Gotcha Day. That's wow. last year. Um, <laughs> last year, right? Thank you. Thank you. Well, yes. Um, and so uh, then on Christmas Day, 
the Kitty Distribution Center found us one more time. Um, while we were, my wife and I were quite literally at that very moment having a discussion about getting a second cat and me being firm on we can't have a second cat until we get an automatic litter box. And as we were discussing that, these little meows that you're hearing behind me uh, Mm -hmm. very loudly coming up towards me as I was getting in my car to go back over to Stephen and Beth's. And Amy hops out of the car, runs around and it's the kitty distribution center or whatever. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> anyway. So we got this little, this little torty. We, we had it checked for a chip. Um, we've been watching, uh, for lost animal, uh, sites and, and everything. And, uh, she got a clean bill from the vet. And her name, because we got her on Christmas Day, is Jeanette Isabella. Because Bring a Torch, Jeanette Isabella is uh, one of Amy's favorite Christmas carols. I thought you were going to say Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... I just wanted to get this out of the way because becoming a cat person is pretty shallow compared to some other things that are about to come up in, in moments of the year. But anyway, uh, we got some kitties and that's sweet. Next. Uh, this year got to reverse the worst day of my life. Well, that's, oh gosh, it's October, October 30th, 2010. Yeah. My mother called me. Oh, see, that's setting up like it's going to be really bad. My mom called (laughs) me to be on the phone with me while the Rangers won the world series. And I answered and I said, hello. And she said, hey, I just want to be on the phone with you when we win. Um, Nellie Cruz can't catch a pop-up. We don't win. October 31st, we do get another chance. And it's a it's a terrible game seven and we get blown out. In 2011, we have a small... Uh, this was all 2011, sorry. 2010, we lost in five. And for the last few years, it feels like there's not going to be another chance for a long time. And the Rangers were on the World Series this year, and I cried. And uh, three minutes after they won, I bought my World Series shirt. It came in the wrong size. I had to send it back, and last week finally got uh, my World Series shirt. Uh, But yeah, the Rangers winning the World Series was inappropriately um, significant to my year. Um, It's like grown men that play a sport that I don't know. Um, It... uh, it changed my life. Wow. I, now, how I've, I had you on the episode right after. <laughs> I, I talked about this with Jeff and being a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a meme that the Cowboys are, you know, and I mean, a very appropriate meme that they're bad in the postseason and whatever, but it does feel inevitable eventually in my lifetime i will see the cowboys at the very least play for another super bowl probably win one it i never in my wildest dreams thought i thought after 2011 the rangers are never going to win a world series mm-hmm. it's just it's just not going to happen it will it will never happen the, the 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 chips will never fall um and the fact that they did is crazy it, it truly is amazing mm-hmm. well, they were predicted to they were, <laughs> they were predicted to lose a hundred games this year. 
Yeah. Uh, which, for those who don't know, they play 162, and if you lose 100 of them, that's not ideal. <laughs> um, and just like on the logistics side of it, when you make a run, all these guys the contract's in, they think because, and maybe rightfully so, I don't know, because they're World Series contenders, they get huge payouts, and you just can't keep people. So after 2010, 2011, we were gutted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really did feel like, well, that was that was my lifetime's chance to see the mm-hmm. Rangers win a World Series. Uh, and we did it this year. And it was a ton of fun. And uh, growing up, me and Josh both grew up very close to the ballpark and watched a lot of bad years of baseball. And so it was super exciting to watch them win. Yep. You want to know something cool about that night? Yeah. They won. Um, UMC, me and Josh, <laughs> were filming a um, baseball-themed video with all the ads <laughs> of UMC. Yeah. When we scheduled it, we didn't know that they were what games they were going to. We're like, what are the odds that the day that they're going to play for the World Series and when is going to be the day that we film? So... Imagine it being 30 degrees, freezing, and everybody wants to be watching the World Series. Um, rightfully so. I don't blame yes, a single person yeah. for wanting to be. I mean, we wanted to be. I felt so bad for Josh having to spend part of the time there. Um, but that was just. Oh, it felt like you like told a kid he couldn't go to his 10th birthday party. <laughs> his own 10th birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta work on your tenth birthday, kid. Yeah, and Iron Man was gonna be there. <laughs> Sorry, Timmy, we gotta we gotta film you. Now it all it honestly Gross. it all worked out like th- there was by the time we were done, the scoring finally started. Wait, yeah, did so you that have was, to film? Honestly, it worked out well. Did you have to film Dean? Yeah, yeah. Dean was there. Oh, I bet he was so mad. I there were a lot of people who were not happy. I think he might have been one that snuck off. There, there <laughs> were several so. that, and like we had tried to structure the night to be like, all right, we'll get this done and let them go. Get this done and let them go. Get this done and let them go. But the thing that stinks was, like, long story short, when you're filming a story, um, and you're filming day scenes, and then you know that the shooting is going to go to the night, you want to try and get all the facing shot when they needed to be shot. Anyway, every, we tried to get everybody done and then sent them off, but then we're like, oh, we have to do this one night scene where everybody has to be in the shot so they can't leave after they finish their day scene. Um, but that is the was, dream, though, right? As a director, is most of your people don't want to be there and are annoyed the entire time you're shooting. Oh, yeah. like, that's the I, dream, right? That's just that's just filming at, at a hospital. Is That's, that's 90, Hollywood, baby. 95... <laughs> Or gosh, ninety nine percent of the people we film don't want to be filmed. <laughs> One of these days, maybe we'll do a video where want to want to be on camera. But that's Hollywood. Next, my favorite moment uh, of twenty twenty three. Before Josh gets to another good one, um, is uh for for the at least the collective group moving back close to y'all yeah that was such an awesome thing i'm uh my wife got a good opportunity to move us back 
and uh, I was able to find work as well. And everything just lined up so quick and easy. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been awesome seeing y'all pretty he's, often. He's my name in person. In person, yeah, yeah. I live like there's only like four houses between me yeah, and we Jeff. see you walking all the time. I mean, there just get to see you. Yeah, if. If I could cut through people's backyards, it'd be like you, you two can just fair spooler it. It's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of neighbor, um, where is this house with the indoor pool that Amy and I are buying? Oh, um, it's on sixty third Drive. So it would be like on the other side of the alley from where John and them are. It would be on the other side on that other street. Cool. So they're they're not moving yet, but they will. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The, that's the give, trick. Give us time to that's save right. up. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, John, I'm glad you came here. Uh, I'm this glad is a, too. This is the first time we uh, we touched uh, each other. We <laughs> hugged at Torchies. No, no, no. Because we, we, we see it. It's we true. Faces. Yeah, but that, we had seen that faces. Was, but that was the first time our bodies touched. But that was the first time. That was at a birthday happening? party. What's happening right now? <laughs> that, was, that was before. Got to be a better way to say that. That was before. That was actually. Here. That was at the beginning, yeah. That's when I found the house, which was crazy. I found it at yeah. that birthday party. Yeah. Nice. My favorite moment of the year is John getting teacher of the year. Yeah, that was going to be mine, but it doesn't relate that's to the cool. group. That's <laughs> that's like a single moment, whereas the Lubbock thing is like a montage. It's like a it's like a moments stuck together to the sounds of Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Yep. Next. Uh, my favorite moment of the year was uh, becoming a dad. Oh, yay! Yay! I had to get it in before you, Josh. I'm no, sorry. No, you're fine. You're, no, you're yours is yours no, is great, man. I feel like um, that's that's why I did the whole cat <laughs> before. <Josh. laughs> um, it's it's uh, becoming a dad has been the best. Uh, Eleanor is just wonderful, and um. Watching Natalie become a mom has been just so special, and uh, I wouldn't wouldn't trade it for anything. I we have the best baby. Um, we we brought her to New Year's Eve, and she was the star of the show, and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. she it was it was great. She's she's amazing. So she I, did I'm leave just, without I, saying bye to me, and I was a little fur. I was furious. She did. She did yeah. <laughs> yes yes you were yes you were but um it was it's just been it's been awesome and it's great that i'm surrounded by so many great dads and just have a lot to pull experience from and much it's it's sweet that i that i get to experience this with all of you so yeah my i love you guys that's awesome All right, next. I can go. Um, Steven and Josh. Or oh, Jeff. Sorry. Uh, so mine... Um, yeah, mine was kind, kind of like Josh's. I did not become a dad <laughs> this year. 
Um, but just getting to do a couple of firsts with, uh, with our kids, we took our first, like just the four of us, uh, road trip just for the sake of, we wanted to go somewhere and do something. We were not going to like a big family get together out of town. We were not going to someone's wedding. We were not going to, um, I mean, it, it was just a, it was spring break and we just decided to take a trip somewhere. So we did go and see John and his family in Waco for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, we went into Dallas. We got to go to the um, Legoland Discovery Center at the Grapevine Mills Mall, which was a lot of fun. Um, it is definitely like a like a younger kid thing. Like don't take a teenager there expecting for it to be just the most wonderful thing in the, in the world. But our kids were four and six at the time, and it was um, it was really great. They had a lot of fun. We we were able to do everything, um, and uh, and yeah, it was it was a, it was a ton of fun. But really, just getting to um, getting to go on that trip with them, I think the highlight for them was we got a uh, we got a hotel room that was um, it was two separate rooms with like a living room type area in between. And so like the kids had like their own hotel room. And so that was super fun for them. And, um, yeah, and it, it was just, just a lot of fun. We hadn't, we hadn't done that with our kids yet and we're looking forward to doing something similar this year. Um, but yeah, just a cool, a cool, uh, dad moment. That's cool. Wonderful. Mine is the fact that all of my kids became super strong swimmers this summer. Uh, I love a good swimming pool, and I love being outside in the summertime. We all live in Texas, and so swimming pools are fantastic. Uh, We have a community pool that is not very far from our house, and we go three, four, five times a week during the summer. They go more during the day while I'm at work. We go on the weekends. And all of my kids, they were 10, 8, 6, and 4 this summer, and everyone could swim in the 9-foot. And that was so much fun because I hadn't gotten to do, like, solid uh, deep-end swimming in a long time, like where you're just in the water uh, and you're not touching the bottom and you're just doing stuff and playing around. And it was the most fun. Uh, And watching them get to enjoy that, and we would try to sink all the way down to the bottom. They would hold on and we would go and then come back up. It was just the best. So uh, there were a lot of good moments this year. We all had a lot of good moments together. We had a lot of fun. Um, I feel like our community just, you know, always continues to grow strong and have fun. And we all just get to interact. But I'll be honest, swimming with them is pretty fantastic. So, mm-hmm. Steven, you may remember me remember one that I should have had on my list, though. Galactic taking my journey on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. That was pretty amazing. That was I oh, thought man. you were gonna say our disc golf trip. But okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh. no, that, yeah, okay, disc golf it. trip was pretty good. I didn't play disc golf well. And that but we, we did see Spider Man across the Spider Verse during that trip, so that was pretty great. Good. But yeah, Galactic Star Cruiser was amazing. Okay. Well, we're uh, we're an hour and a half in, so we need to uh, go ahead and wrap this shindig. Well, guys, thank you for joining us so much. Uh, 
real quick, what was your favorite book of I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap for today's episode of Friends Who Like Stuff. Thank you everyone for listening us to us talk about our favorite things from twenty twenty three and recapping uh our year. And as always, let us know what your favorite things are. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Threads. You can also email us at fwlspod at gmail.com. And you can also watch us every Thursday evening on Twitch. We're going to be doing uh, some Baldur's Gate pretty soon in the in the next month or so. So join us next time as we dive into a new list with another friend or two. Or three. Or four. Or five. Or six. Or seven. <laughs> and until then, <laughs> keep exploring and enjoying the stuff you're passionate about. Thanks for being a friend who likes stuff. Bye. Bye. Bye.